You are listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, a weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht and Benjamin Pieske, designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science, and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. And today we are talking really about the overwhelm. Three time management hacks that actually do work. And now, the music. I'm a big fan of all kinds of different productivity things. And I'm actually writing a lot about these things and sharing things about productivity on LinkedIn. So head over to LinkedIn, find the Effective Statistician Group, find me and follow me on LinkedIn. The podcast is produced in association with PSI, a community dedicated to leading and promoting the use of statistics within the healthcare industry for the benefit of patients. Join PSI today to further develop your statistical capabilities with access to the video-on-demand content library, free registration to all PSI webinars, and much, much more. Visit the PSI website at psiweb.org to learn more about PSI activities and become a PSI member today. Welcome to another episode of the Effective Statistician. And today I'm like usually talking with Benjamin. Hi Benjamin, how are you doing? Hi Alexander, very well, thank very you. Good. How are you? Well, it's another of these um, COVID-19 episodes. <laughs> recording from home and the kids are <laughs> in the background and so it's even more important to yeah be really productive in the time that you have because uh, just in the next minute someone might come through the door kids or someone else and uh, may distract you so if you're li listening some background noise from kids or something <laughs> that is due to that situation yeah it may possibly happen <laughs> but anyway i mean i'm glad we we can do it because i, I believe in other jobs it might be different much more difficult to really work from home and just stay tuned and connected uh, through the um media and everything that we have so that's that's quite a good advantage anyway yeah for sure for sure so Today, we want to talk about three time management hacks. Um, but before we get into that, I think there's two things we should mention beforehand, because these are, so to say, prerequisites to, to work effectively. And the first is to be clear on your goals and to always keep them in front of you. So that's maybe time management hack uh, zero <laughs> or 0 0.1. 0 0.1. <laughs> Because if, if you're not clear on where you're heading, what are really your important goals, you will go astray and work on all kinds of different things, but you're not moving all the effort in, in one direction. And if you're not clear on your goals, someone else will put their goals onto you. And that's probably not yeah, what that, you... Yeah. yeah, I think we, we touched the, the, the topic about being clear on your goals and focus on your goals quite quite often. I think we had even a podcast episode about uh, defining your goals and, yeah. and uh, yeah. so many things is around the goals. So that, I think this is this is quite of the... Um, um, you should never forget 
your goals and you really work on also if you have a if you have something that you're ex explicitly work on for the next day or weeks or maybe the hour um it's also quite important to really break it down into fractions so the overall goal break it down into a weekly goal or maybe even like a daily goal um, to to really focus on what you would like to achieve uh, within a given time frame And then the other thing is goals are really important and how to get to these goals is building great habits. And because habits will carry you through the day, will carry you through the years and will help you to, so the good habits, of course, will help you to move forward constantly <laughs> with less and less effort. So that's, that's really important. So, and of course, you know, building great habits, reducing the bad habits. So so that's also something we'll talk about today. We this one about building habits and doing um, doing it, really focusing on, on building on, train yourself to do the right things for a goal. And I, I think this is, this is actually the, the more difficult part. Yeah. Because people tend to, including myself, to be honest, tend to just either leave it the way that it always kind of worked or... You know, sometimes saying, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not that much focused or at the moment. So why not, why not doing it the other way? So really just, just train yourself to, to stay focused on, you know, and building, building good habits of um, how to move on effectively. Yeah. Okay. With these two prerequisites, let's go into the three time management hacks we want to talk about today. So the first one is about saying no and turning things back. So, so to say reflecting work. So there is, especially if you're a supervisor, you can very, very easily take up work from all your direct reports or you can take up work from colleagues that just step by and hand over work to you. And if you're doing that continually, then uh, you train all the other people in your organization to say no and turn <laughs> just <laughs> just reflect work onto you, and so that you end up with a you know huge amount of work that is not aligned with your goals, and um, that possibly you're also not the best best person to to work on. So I think that's mm. a really really important. Uh, Uh, yeah, but, but talking about you know, in case you're a supervisor, I think this is this is also quite a good um, thing to to mention here is that you as a supervisor are also having some responsibility in giving this, uh, giving your people the chance to say no yeah. and turn things back because it's not necessarily it's probably for you know for you as a supervisor it may be easier because you can just you know sometimes delegate it easier to somebody in your team. While other people in the team may or may not be able to delegate it nicely. So support them as well to give them a chance to say no and turn things back. And also just, you know, you have an overview of different people working in a team. So you can also help to identify the right person to doing the right things um, according to their goals. And you as a supervisor should have the goals to have an effective team. So therefore, it's kind of your goal as well. Yeah. Because if you say no to all these things that fly in, um, throughout the day, you can actually concentrate on the tasks at hand and get them done and the kind of 
background to that is that it's really important to finish things off. And if you're saying yes to all kind of different things, you will have lots of yeah, started work products and started work streams, but nothing finished. And um, all these yeah, loose ends absorb a lot of energy, a lot of time um, in terms of yeah, getting back to them. And that is um, a huge drain in terms of productivity. Uh, productivity. So finishing mm -hmm. things up. Um, by saying no to new things is a really, really ticking, important thing. Ticking the box for the to-do list, saying, well, done. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. getting to done. <laughs> okay, let's go to time management hack number two. That is one that really helped me fundamentally be much more productive. And that is focusing my efforts and concentration. So we talked about uh, time boxing here and managing mm -hmm. distraction earlier in the podcast, but the kind of overarching theme is there to focus your efforts and uh, concentration and be really in the moment, very, very clear. We even talked about flow in a, in a previous episode. That's, that's kind of the optimal state you want to get into because then you're really, really productive and get a lot of things done in a rather short period uh, of time. And so, yeah, get, get to the finish line much yeah, faster. We also discussed the things that you can technically help you to, to manage your distractions, like turning off, you know, incoming emails or phone calls or so anything that, that keeps you away from focusing on, on the tasks um, that you need to do or yet that you plan to do within the next hour or the next day or whatsoever. So really just, you know, give yourself a chance to, you know reach the flow to dive into the um into the task and concentrate on on what you're supposed to do because uh, otherwise i mean people are more some people are easier to go, to work with uh, with distractions others are it's very difficult some listen to music some not so you have to find your own way and how to uh, focus your efforts but uh, in general just make use of all the technical um possibilities that you usually have to remove the distractions uh, from and uh, keeping you away from focus your efforts yeah and you can also kind of channel your distractions yeah so that you have um, specific time where you take a break and maybe you check some social media or things like that so that you have box that and sets your time you can look forward to it but it helps you to alleviate the urge to constantly be on, on social media, which is probably one of the biggest uh, distractors. Mm. Um, and the other thing is probably email. Yeah, so, so if you have your inbox open all the time and you see one email coming in and it makes ping and there's also a visual cue on your um, laptop or your monitor that tells you you've got mail, then that is really, really distracting. And I think we talked about all these distractions in the past. Yeah. Of course, at the moment, 
you know, if you're working from home and you have families, that's another <laughs> layer of yeah. distractions yeah, but again, to manage. It's not yeah, it's not about the ideal world. It's really about re reality. And therefore, it's just that, that you think before you start, think about removing um, the, the type of restrictions that you are able to remove. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you well, you, you shouldn't know, remove your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Put them outside. Just lock the door. No, but I, just, um, I mean, you're working with the unexpected, basically. But it's uh, built habits. Then this should be one of the habits to remove. Um, the distractions that, uh, like, like email, the pop-up window coming in for emails or the sound. I always put my, my computer on mute anyway. And every program has the right to do some sounds and, and anything. So that's, <laughs> that's something that you should just consider and, and staying focused. Yeah. In terms of working from home, um, I think the biggest tool for managing distraction and the most effective one is a door. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Closing the door and have it, having a room for yourself. The bedroom, yeah, that you can be just with yourself if you don't have a dedicated office at home. That helps a lot. Just to be able to close a door behind you. Working in the living room or in the kitchen when there's, you know, everybody coming in and passing by, um, that's really, really hard to stay focused. That's true. Okay. Time management hack number three is also such a, um, maybe a little bit of an umbrella term. And that is get and stay organized. So have all your calendar in place, have your to-dos in place, have your meetings in place, uh, all your documents clearly organized because that can be a, huge drain in terms of productivity if you're constantly searching for a lot of things if your calendar is a complete mess in terms of uh, the, the calendar has kind of meetings everywhere and multiple bookings of meetings and um, you allow others to book meetings at any time um, that doesn't help you to stay organized um, but a calendar that has meetings with yourself, uh, clear boundaries of uh, when you allow others to have meetings and invite you to meetings, these kind of things make a huge difference. And um, we talked about uh, to-do lists in, in another episode in terms of having three major to-dos for the day and uh, having the rest organized differently that helps you to stay on track and be clear on what you need to do. Um, and yeah, yeah, really good organized meetings is for sure another uh, important factor. Lots of us spend an enormous amount of time in meetings. And if your meetings are disorganized, that is a time drain what yeah really really big one and it also leads to a lot of frustration yeah and i think this is this is one of the um the things that you should put on your to-do list at the very first time to do this <laughs> for in, in the beginning if you have any plans because people are just moving into this some people coming from let's say university and starting up they don't have an idea of how to work in these so organized structure with the multi-layers different you know 
people coming in with questions, with requests and things like this. So we do, we do need to spend time and, and finding the right way for each individual. So for yourself to uh, organize to do. I mean, the good example is, do you, you know, do we have a notebook, like a paper notebook where you write it down or, you know, just to use the, the task and the to-do list in, in Outlook. So that it's really like a question. So what is your preference? So how do you work best? So what's fitting your best? And that there's something that you really need to spend some time with to organize yourself, your computer. And it's difficult because it's a moving target, everything coming in every day again and again. But if you put this together with the, for example, the, um, the, the recommendations we gave uh, in, in how to organize your emails um, and how to work with your emails so, so that you can sort them away correctly and you know where to find things. So this is, this is about uh, one of the habits that you need to develop into and get a well-organized desk, well-organized computer for yourself to, um, to really don't spend time in searching things and, and getting distracted, finding to-dos from a different list that you have <laughs> just almost forgot about and stuff like that. So, I mean, it all happened to me. It's uh, yeah. it's kind of an um, experience that I've been through. But, yeah. yeah. And, of course, this is an ever-changing topic. So, um, with new tools, with new organizations, with new work tasks, there's always a constant pressure on getting yourself organized and i experienced lots lots of different ways how i organized myself over the years and so don't expect that you develop now your perfect system and that will carry you through for forever the systems are changing the work is changing and you are changing so um just don't expect that you know your um filing system and all these kind of different things will stay the same one yep. one note i want to make on you know filing systems and and email systems is keep it as simple as possible so i've seen people with lots of lots of different folders and subfolders and subfolders and they spend more time organizing their stuff than what they save in uh than finding things quicker Yeah, so no, that's true. And also, my my recommendation is what I learned is I still have a paper notebook, but I try to keep it as much as possible in electronic way, just for 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 two reasons. One is the the searchability is definitely easier than flapping through the pages of yep. a notebook, and um, and the second is whenever you change your system, you don't have to you know you just copy it over. Um, it's much easier yep. to really to adjust your systems, adjust your um, programs. Maybe you find some better organize or some tool that's better helping you better organize, getting better organized. Um, then you just copy over a to-do list rather than, you know, writing it, typing it from, from the notebook. So there's a electronic, um, I mean, we are living, you know, in a, in a century, decade century, actually, <laughs> um, where, um, the, you know, we, we're just working with, with electronic um, habits and that is something that we should really make use of. Yeah. However, I, my three big topics that I want to, or tasks that I want to get done each day, I write them down on paper because that way I have them visible all the time because 
my screen is filled with all kind of different windows all the time and you know any to-do list would disappear pretty fast on it and to make sure that i keep them all visible throughout the day i've written them down on paper which suits you me very very nicely and that's a habit that i created um and that i write that down each morning what are my three major uh, tasks and most important tasks that i do every day and um, it's one of these habits that helps me to be really really productive now if you want to build new habits um, and that is part of this uh, getting and staying organized this is building good habits there's four laws that you can make use of and this is from the book Atomic Habits, as I can highly recommend to people. Um, but let's talk about kind of the four laws that give you kind of a quick overview of this book. The first law of creating good habits is making it obvious. So that it's, you know, for example, um, I have my um, full focus planner where I have you know, the calendar in it and the three major uh, tasks that I want to do on my desk. So each morning when I get to my computer, there's the notebook and I directly are reminded to open it, look into the uh, goals that I have and yeah, start with the three major tasks because that's the first thing to see when you open the full focus planner. Very, I think very. That's that's obvious. a good. It's a very good point because it's um, obvious in a way of um, visible, but um, it's also obvious of um, you know you shouldn't uh, kind of tick there and say well what did I mean with this? So it's kind of it must be just very clear, very precise um, um, habits just to to just work on something or to to continue. Um, and start something actually uh, in the morning, um, which is which is just obvious to be done or that's needed to be done for the day. Yeah, and so if you want to work on bad habits, you can apply kind of the the, the opposite to it. Yeah, so so it, and anything that is not obvious will kind of help you to uh, not get started with, with this habit yeah so making it obvious is about the cue that leads at the beginning of this habit and if you make this cue obvious then it helps you to get the habit started if it's not obvious then it helps you to suppress maybe a bad habit yeah the second law is making it attractive so that is about the the cravings that you have with each habit. What gets you going there? For me, for example, with my full focus planner and uh, writing down my uh, three habits, I have just then the feelings that I'm in control of things. And that's what I'm associated uh, with writing down my three major tasks. I know that I can get through these throughout the day and that helps me to think about the end of the day and that will feel good when I have ticked these off. off. 
So that's that's about yeah, I think making it attractive. It's kind of the motivation for the day. Um, it should you should try to make this yeah. Yeah. not only you know as seeing this as a duty, but um, as the motivation as well. So that is the key about making it attractive. It's difficult sometimes. <laughs> To be honest, because sometimes yeah. it's just not that attractive in a way of, um, you know, giving you um, already know that that's something that you can reach today, or maybe that is something that you can uh, that moves you really forward. Maybe it's just a really necessary step, but not very attractive. Um, but try. I mean, it's it's difficult, but I think. Yeah. yeah so these. You know, obviously, the easiest way to start a new habits if you tick all four boxes of these laws, but if you yeah, can tick only two of these, that's already quite quite helpful. Yeah. So, so sometimes, yeah, it's it's forced if you want to make it attractive, but maybe you can do it together with someone else. Reward at the and end. that makes it attractive. You know, put five yeah. minutes, five minutes for that coffee. Is another, For chat, something you know, something that which is kind of <laughs> what you're looking for uh, forward to to achieve, and yep. so um, just give it some outside distraction help, maybe. So give give yourself the time for social media. No. <laughs> yeah, this is actually the fourth <laughs> point already, <laughs> making it satisfying. <laughs> That's about the reward. So every habit has a has a reward in the end. If you can create a nice reward for you, then that helps a lot. So, so for example, when I wanted to go more for uh, runs outside, I was after each run, I was uh, posting a screenshot of my uh, uh, running app um, to a friend. And she would always come back and say, congratulations, well done, and things mm -hmm. like that. And that was satisfying. Yeah. So, and we were doing that in turn. So I was doing the same for her. And that, that is kind of playing with the reward and, um, yeah, make your habit satisfying. You can even, you know, also make it the opposite, of course. Yeah. So you can force yourself to, do some things that you don't like. Yeah. So not sure when, you know, promise your wife to wear the shirt of the football clubs that you most dislike <laughs> or something like this for a day <laughs> as, as some kind of punishment or something like this. Um, Things like that can be kind of, you know, easy. Yeah, satisfying is, is more, yeah, for me, it's it satisfying. Also for the, um, when you move forward with your goal. So this is, this is kind of the satisfaction that, you know, you would like to see every day or for every, you know, taking every box on your to-do list. And I think that is not necessarily um, easy to reach for every day for each of the goals. So that's why there are there. Yeah. tips and tricks and so we also discussed this and um, for example with the comparing it or you know communicating this with somebody external or, or working in a somebody unknown on a goal and just you know getting the satisfaction mm -hmm. of of having it done within two hours or even less or whatsoever so i think this is this is really something a very difficult no, well, not not always, but in some cases, quite difficult to work on. The same the same was basically when you're 
um, looking onto the goal and onto the, the goal for the day to make it attractive. So that might be very, very difficult. But um, yeah, but yeah, that's something that we need to we need to work on, and we need to make our lives easier in uh, in terms of reaching reaching our goals. Yeah, and the third law is about making it easy. Yeah, so we talked about, for example, the meetings and getting meetings better organized. You can have something like a, a template, for example, that you fill in for each meeting. Kind of, what are the goals? What is the agenda? Uh, what are the uh, key takeaways? What are the actions? Have kind of who, who will do the minutes and all these kind of things laid out within the meeting already as a template and then you just need to fill it in and this temp these templates make things easier for you yeah so that's just one example how you can make a habit of having more productive meetings supported with, with mm. such a yeah meeting template so to say so that everybody is clear on yeah but on, on the other hand make it easy is also for actually meeting. for um I would I would also think for the day I mean for the goals, so you know you have to define your goals in or the, the, the tasks that you need to do mm -hmm. in an easy way, because um, if you put too much in it or too complicated or too many things at once, this is neither attractive <laughs> nor satisfying. So break it down, break it down in easy um, pieces and easy parts where uh, where you can work on and and really find. Uh, or, or you know make a step towards the overall goal and i think it's it's also about making the life your life your work life easier in a way of for as you said like templates but also make it for the planning easier for the habits to uh, really just don't don't uh, don't think too complicated don't you know to do it pure the pure access to really have a pure thought pure um, approach uh, on on um, getting things done <laughs> In terms of that, we talked about kind of filing systems and, and things like that earlier. If you want to stay on track with your filing system, it should be easy. Yeah. If it's too complex, if it's too difficult, that speaks against this law of, uh, uh, of habits. Yeah. It's, it's, um, if it's difficult, you'll probably not stay on top of that. There's two references <clears throat> I would like to make um, to other books that are really, really helpful. Uh, there's one book called Deep Work, which is an awesome book written by a um, highly successful um, professor of, um, I think, theoretical information technology or something like this. So, so, um, and he's has studied how to work really deeply on things. And um, his book is, so to say, a pre-read to Atomic Habits, so to say, because it tells a lot of, lot of nice stories and helps you to stay on track. The other book that I can highly recommend is The One Thing. It explains to you what is the tasks that you should start working with so what is the one thing that gives you the biggest impact 
on all the other things that you want to do in the future. So what is the one thing that um, cascades most of the work moving forward? What is the one thing that enables a lot of others to move forward? What's the one thing that speeds up your productivity most in the next days, weeks, months? Understanding these kind of mechanisms, that's what this book is about. And of course, we'll link to these books in the show notes. So just head over to theeffectivestatistician.com and you'll find there the show notes. You'll find there the four rules that we talked about in terms of building habits. And of course, the three time management hacks in, uh, in short that we talked about so that you have it in front of you when you're back from your run maybe or uh, when you're back from um, so I'm now uh, your commute or wherever you're listening now to, to, to this today. podcast. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so ju just as a short summary, yeah. So the three time management hacks were saying no and turning things back, reflecting the work, focus your effort and concentration is time Management hack number two and get and stay organized is time management hack number three. Bye bye. So with that, thanks so much and talk to you next week. This show was created in association with PSI. Thanks to Rain who helps with the show in the background and thank you for listening. Head over to theeffectivestatistician.com to find the show notes and learn more about our podcast to boost your career as a statistician. And if you liked this podcast episode, tell your colleagues about it because they probably need the same advice in terms of time management. Everybody is so busy and everybody is so stressed out about it. So your colleagues can very, very likely benefit from these tips as well. Like always, reach your potential, lead great science, and serve patients. Just be an effective statistician.